But Cash, I'm going to have to take it back if you end up with Valeria. Okay. Okay. Hey everyone, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm doing a solo recap today of Ride, Season 1, Episode 3, The McMurray Curse. Wendy's traveling this week, and we couldn't skip a recap, so I'm going to do my best not to bring shame on the Girls Gone Hallmark name. Before we hop into the recap, you can always join our exclusive Facebook group, which is also called Girls Gone Hallmark. We'll leave a link in our show notes, or you can always find it simply by searching Girls Gone Hallmark on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram where we are both at Megan and Wendy and at Girls Gone Hallmark. I also wanted to thank everyone who's taken the time to leave us a review. We see you, we love them, and we appreciate you taking a minute to hop into that Apple Podcast app and let everyone know what you love about our podcast. With that being said, let's hear a synopsis for episode three, The McMurray Curse. The McMurrays gear up to host an important community gala. Isabel must spiff up the barn and her son Cash to impress judges. Missy is anxious about returning to trick riding. This episode opens on sweeping ranch scenes and we see Cash looking at his new bull, Bullet. Isabel says he's just on loan for two months for him to practice. In ride Tough and Valeria and Cash wants to check out the bull, but Isabel says it's fence-mending time for Tough and Valeria and Missy says you've got to do drills first before you can get on that bull. Isabel asks if Cash has his jacket ready for the BRL gala, and we find out he hasn't even bothered to RSVP yet. Apparently it's the who's who of rodeo, the Bull Riders League gala. Cash does not want to go, but it's a game they need to play for him to score well, Isabel says, and she's going to try to get Hank to get him a late RSVP. Cash is annoyed, but comes around and says he'll find his good jacket, he'll do the damn drills, and then he's going to ride. Spoiler alert. Cash never gets on a bull in this episode. Missy and Isabel look over the bull, and Missy says it's the best way to keep him safe. And I assume she means by having a good bull for him to practice on and give him confidence. Tough approaches Cash while he's looking for his jacket in his room, and he wants to talk about Val and Tucker Clark. And we finally hear Tough say Julian's name for the first time in three episodes. Tuff is super suspicious of Valerie, but Cash blows him off and says, you're just pissed about the co-foreman situation. Missy is watching bull riding footage and she gets a phone call from Susan from Frontier who wants to incorporate Missy's trick riding into a new campaign. They're going to send a camera crew. Missy hasn't ridden since Austin's death. We see her digging through her closet for her riding shoes and she has a flashback of her last ride and then Austin's last ride and then the moment she came home alone the night of Austin's last ride, sobbing. In comes Valeria to interrupt this memory to say that Isabel wants to see them. In the barn, Isabel tells the team that the venue for the BRL is out of commission and she's offered up the ranch and this barn for the gala. No one thinks they could make it happen but Isabel and there is a ton of work to be done in this barn. And we get our opening title scene. In the next scene, Tuff and Valeria are prying wood from the windows. They're clearing things out of the barn. And Missy is remembering the last time she was in the barn, which was her wedding to Austin. And everyone has a little bit of a moment remembering that evening. Cash says he and Missy need to train. Apparently, that's more important than this gala, which is in 48 hours. And Tuff and Valeria approach a couple of ranch hands who are giving each other a hard time, including, I believe, our unnamed ranch hand from episode one. 
Tuff tells them about the gala and recruits them to help, but they also talk about needing to prep for the incoming herd of sheep, and there's some discussion about how their current pasture won't work, and Valeri and the ranch hands argue about the best place to place the sheep and how to make it work, and we have ranch hand with a mustache who's kind of a pain in the ass, and this is the point at which Tuff informs them of Valeria's promotion, and mustached ranch hand is none too impressed. Valeria mentions she'll need help, but Tuff cuts her off and sends the ranch hands off to the barn to help. And Valeria tells Tuff he can't undermine her, and he calls her for going out the night before, but he doesn't actually cop to seeing her in the bar. Valeria lies and says she went to bed early. And then she says, we're going to need to trust each other if this is going to work. Okay. Missy's watching her suicide drag video again while Cash trains on a fake ball. And Cash gives her a hard time for not paying attention while he's training. And Missy asks Cash how he was able to start riding again after losing Austin. And she tells him about her trick riding promotion with Frontier. And Cash tells her it's time to get back on the horse. Back in the barn, they've made some serious progress. Hank arrives and his, oh God, sends me a little bit. He was not prepared for the mess, but Hank, you should have seen it a few hours ago. The chair of the gala will be there in an hour. And the chair is Barbara Sutton. And this name startles Isabel. Apparently, she and Isabel used to be close. Isabel tells them they need to hustle to be ready in an hour, and Valeria kicks the crew into high gear. Back in the ring, Cash is helping Missy put on her trick-riding shoes, and he has her visualize her performance. And hey, Cash is a pretty good coach here. We see Missy on her horse. She tries the trick, and she bails. Side note here. If Missy's trick involves her hanging off of the side of the horse with only one foot holding her into place, shouldn't she be wearing a helmet? It's not as cute, but she has a bit of a panic attack, and she says she keeps picturing Austin's face that day. We cut to a commercial, which happens to be a preview for The Wedding Cottage, which, by the way, if you're not following Erin Krakow on Instagram, you should fix that right now, because her behind-the-scenes videos with her and Brendan Penny prepping for this movie are very fun, and this movie looks pretty cute. Back from the commercial, Cash is telling Missy she's got the yips, which is a term that athletes use when they just all of a sudden can't do the thing that they used to be able to do. And he says, you've just got to get back out there. And she says, she did get back out there. And Cash says, you don't get confident about something by thinking about it. And Missy wonders where he's heard that. Cash says, that's something Austin used to say. But Missy says, no, I taught him that. Missy's frustrated with herself for saying that she could do this, but I think we're all yelling at the screen right now because trying once isn't enough, Missy. If you're the one who's going to say, you don't get confident by thinking about it and you wouldn't let Cash give up after one try. Get back on the horse. Isabel's approaching them and she looks nervous. And Missy says they were just about to go do drills, but Isabel needs Cash and Missy with her when Barbara Sutton arrives. Isabel talks about Barbara Sutton's boots and her perfect hair. And it's hard to tell if it's jealousy or anger that's in her voice. Apparently, Barbara's husband is Joe Sutton, who is nicknamed the Glue and is the only man to beat Papa McMurray's records. He's a judge now, and Cash needs to win him over. The Suttons arrive, and Barbara Sutton steps out, and she is as beautiful and polished as Isabel had said she would be. Barbara and Joe greet Isabel. They ask about the kids. Cash and Missy greet Barbara and Joe, and Barbara seems a little bit surprised that Cash is riding bulls. Isabel takes them to check out the venue, which is hugely improved, but Barbara is not impressed yet. Again, should have seen it a few hours ago, Babs. Isabel swears it'll be fine, and Barbara asks if Isabel is sure about this, by which she means cash riding bulls. 
We know she's not, but of course she says nothing would make me prouder. Barbara reminds her how hard the rodeo life is, and yeah, Babs, duh. Whatever happened between these women, there's still tension. Barbara's reputation is on the line here with this event, and she makes sure Isabel knows it. Don't blow it, Isabel. Off they go, and Missy says Cash seemed to make a good impression on Joe, but Isabel isn't impressed as Barbara is the decision maker in that family. Isabel wants to prep Cash for the gala with some talking points and says the family name might be working against you in this case. You can't just lean on being a McMurray. Val approaches Tough, and these two are still butting heads. And Tough, real low blow here, says you didn't earn this role and the guys don't think so either. In the kitchen, Cash isn't interested in prepping for the gala, but Isabel reminds him it's about more than the writing. You need to look good and sound good on camera if you're going to get a sponsor. Missy agrees, and Cash short-sightedly asks whose side she's on. And a reminder here, Cash, being on your side doesn't mean blindly agreeing with everything you say. Cash thinks they want him to be like Austin. Isabel just wants him polished, including his dancing. Cash tries to argue that Missy needs to be prepping for her ride, and she can't be helping Cash, but Isabel's happy to do it. And Cash bounces because he needs air. And there's no conversation about this in this moment. But when Cash talks about her trick writing, Isabel kind of looks up and looks at Missy. But they never have a discussion about it. And I wonder if that's something that was cut. Because it seems like that's something the two of them might have been able to talk about. We cut to a commercial. Back from the commercial and Julian and Tuff are chatting during golden hour about Tuff's issues with Valeria. Julian asks about the gala, and Julian seems to be hinting at an invite, and Tuff shuts it down quickly by saying the invite list is tight. Uh, Julian insists that's not what he was mentioning, but it leads him to ask if Tuff has ever brought a guy around. And Tuff doesn't directly answer this question, but he says he's been out since he was 17. But this is a good question. Has Tuff brought men around his family? The answer seems to think like, you know, my family's known for a long time, but we don't know. Missy's in the stables when Isabel approaches her and Missy asks for the scoop on Isabel and Barbara. Isabel brushes it off, saying they were best friends who drifted apart and Missy isn't buying it. She pushes back, saying it seems like there's more to it than that. Isabel seems bitter. She says Barbara has her husband and her perfect kids and maybe she was afraid she would catch my misfortune. Missy doesn't seem like that's the case. But Isabel says superstition is a powerful thing. It was a strong theme in this episode. And on the way out, Missy grabs her riding shoes. In town, Missy finds Hank and me and Janine and Gus sitting together having coffee. Hank asks about the barn in progress. And I get the impression that Hank is sweet on Isabel. Maybe there was a Hank and Isabel pre-Isabel's marriage. Maybe he's just a great friend. I don't know. Janine has to comment that the gala will be a little more rustic than usual, and her brand new dress from New York will be wasted on the barn. And she can't help but let Missy know that Gus is her date, but Gus jumps right in, quick to comment that Janine and Hank invited him to the gala. As Missy leaves, Gus gets up and says he hopes that no one will be uncomfortable with him there, and Missy is ever the diplomat, saying, of course, you should be at the gala. Valeria is out in the pasture and appears to be setting up the solar water pump she had mentioned earlier. Cash rides up and says she should let a ranch hand help, and Val says those are tough guys, not her. She wants to prove she can get the job done. Cash's advice is don't try so hard to get a job you already have, but at no point does Cash get off his horse and offer to help her. When Valeria says his advice is terrible, he comments that he can't win, and Valeria points out that the entire family 
is doing this for him. The gala, Missy coaching, Isabel making tough co-foreman to open up time for him to be Cash's bullfighter. And Val says, that looks like winning to me. Um, I have a question here in this moment that'll get answered later. But at this point, I'm wondering, has Ride's music budget run dry? Because all I've heard in this episode so far is instrumental background music. In the kitchen, Isabel's having coffee when Cash offers to go over gala prep. He is waving the white flag. Isabel takes this time to remind him how hard it was for her to get that bowl for him. And I don't think she means how hard it was financially. And Cash says, I'm here and I'm ready to work. Prep me. Outside, Missy and Cash are talking, sitting in some porch chairs. And Missy says, Isabel isn't trying to get Cash to be like Austin. Austin was different, but not better. Cash comments on Missy's new riding shoes, and Missy says the old ones were bad luck. Missy tells Cash that Austin called her his good luck charm, and she seems to be feeling guilty about Austin's death. She says they had been snippy with each other for several months leading up to his death. And Cash doesn't want to let her think that, but Missy reminds him that Austin saw them hugging right before he rode, and what if he thought something was going on? Cash doesn't have a chance to respond to this because Frontier has arrived, but before Missy can go off to meet them, Cash stops her and looks her in the eye, letting her know that she's got this. And once again, I say, these two have fire chemistry. I think Wendy might be Team Gus, but I'm Team Cash all the way. The Frontier team has arrived in a Frontier-wrapped BMW SUV, and the rep says they just need a few shots. Missy tries to delay the riding by offering a tour of the ranch, but they cut to the chase. Susan and the crew watch Missy ride, but she doesn't do the trick. Missy tells Susan she's not mentally ready for it, and Susan pushes back, basically threatens her ambassadorship if she can't get it together. She says she's seen JB fire people for less. And just spitballing here, Missy's comeback as a trick writer could be a great long-form story, Susan. Um, Also, as someone who knows nothing about trick writing, is there not some interim trick Missy could be trading before going straight into the terrifyingly named suicide drag? We cut to commercial and we come back to Valeria still working on the water lines when this time Missy rides up and tells her about the mess with Frontier. Valeria is proud of her for not doing what she's not ready for. And once again, she's asked if she's working alone and Missy says, you don't have to prove anything. And Valeria points out the hypocrisy in that. Missy is still wearing the old riding shoes over her shoulder and Val asks about them and Missy says she thinks they're bad luck. And Val doesn't say anything. She just picks up her shovel and starts digging. And for a second, I thought she was ignoring Missy's comment. But no, she's being a good friend. She's dug a hole for the shoes. They toss them in, stomp some dirt over them, and move on. We cut to the gala. And where did the chandelier in the barn come from? The barn looks fantastic. In come Cash and Isabel. And she's quizzing him about the big names at the gala. And Cash seems to really have got this. He joins some dudes at a bar table while Barbara approaches Isabel and lets her know she did good, making the barn look amazing. She says she would have invited her last year, but she thought Isabel wouldn't have been interested, and Isabel agrees, but she says that she should have invited her anyway. Isabel says writing is cash decision, and she supports him no matter what, kind of going back to Barbara's earlier comment about, is she okay with cash writing? And we've been doing this since episode one. It is a terrible position that Isabel is in. Of course, she does not want her son riding after losing her husband and her son, two bulls, but she's going to do the supportive mom thing. 
Cash comes over and asks Barbara to dance after having heard that Joe doesn't dance. They head off to the dance floor and in come Tuff and Missy and they spot Gus. Tuff says Janine is thirstier than a jackrabbit in the Mojave. Tuff's got some great one-liners when it comes to Janine. And Tuff goes off to get them drinks and Gus and Janine approach Missy. Gus is this close to complimenting Missy, but Gene interrupts his you look with like you're having fun. Cash while dancing with Barbara, clocks Missy talking to Gus. And we cut back to Janine, who can't help but comment that she was last here for Missy's wedding, reminding Gus that Missy was married, maybe that she's used goods. And Gus, as kind as can be, saying he bets it was a wonderful event. Janine almost compliments on how the gala has turned out and then turns to Gus and says, imagine what we could do to the main house with a smidge of effort. We? asks Missy. And Janine says, you never know what the future holds. And to this, I've written in all caps, don't do it, Gus. Janine drags him off and Gus asks Missy to save him a dance, but it really sounds like he's just asking her to save him. Valeria is still working and it seems like she's finally finished the water trough as the sun is going down. And she has a little bit of a moment where it seems like she's pretty proud of herself as well she should be. Back at the gala, Cash and Missy are dancing and Missy is just waiting to get fired from Frontier, and Cash tells her that, look, I was the screw-up growing up. Austin was the success, and I was the screw-up, and I started to believe what people said about me, and that she needs to get out of her own head. Sometimes, bad things just happen, and they have a nice moment. You know, I'm a big fan of this ship, as it were. But then, Cash stumbles, bumps into someone who then drops a tray of glasses. And Bolo Taidu says, I told you these McMurrays were cursed. And someone else chimes in with in and out of the saddle. Cash calls him on it. Are you talking about us? And he gives a very nice speech about how the McMurrays support each other. They work hard in the face of tragedy. And the word he would use to describe their family is lucky. The McMurrays all walk off except for Isabel to whom Barbara asks if she's going to say something, and Isabel says Cash has said it all. We cut to commercial. We come back to the gala having mostly cleared out, and Isabel's at the bar pouring a shot when Barbara approaches, saying it was one of the most exciting galas ever. She says Cash was impressive, and Isabel agrees that they got lucky with their kids. Barbara says she misses their friendship and that Isabel's Pain scared her, and she didn't know how to be there for her. She says she'll be there for her now, but she also does caution that she doesn't know how much help she's going to be in the face of the BRL, because those dudes are not a fan of cash. Isabel agrees that she's missed Barbara, too, and it seems like these two have reconnected and developed a little bit of a friendship again. Outside, under the moon, cash is approached by Isabel, and... All he has to say about the evening is, so that happened. And she says, I was trying so hard to put on a show and it wasn't fair, all the pressure that I put on you. And Cash starts to talk about the BRL, but Isabel interrupts and she says, you thought I was trying to push you to be more like Austin, but you are just like your dad and your dad was a champion. And I like this full circle moment here. Missy and Gus are sitting on a fence chatting and Missy asks about Janine, but Gus says she's not his type. Missy plays a little trick on Gus. She shows him the Pleiades and says that the fact that it's faded is a sign of extra thick wool next shearing season. And Gus goes with it for a minute and then he gets the joke. 
and she talks about her failed trick writing again. And Gus says, you can't force something you're not ready for, but Missy gets to the heart of it, that it's unfair that some people will never ride again. So not only does she feel guilty that she thinks she somehow had a hand indirectly in Austin's death, but she also feels guilty that she has the opportunity to get back on a horse when Austin will never get back on a bull. Gus says that from what he's heard, he thinks Austin would have wanted her to keep living her life. And I thought really hard about it in this moment. And I, I don't know what we know of these McMurray brothers. I think Cash might be the better man of the two of them. I don't know. All I'm saying is maybe I'm going to need some more flashback scenes so I learn more about Austin. Gus is a gentleman and offers Missy his jacket. We cut back to Cash, who's all alone, and in comes Valeria after her long day in the pasture. They joke around for a minute, and then Valeria admits she should have taken Cash's advice and asked for help. He tells her all about his spectacular performance at the gala, including his waltz with Barbara. And Valeria insists that she has got to see this. And from the moment, the moment she rode up, on her own, to cash outside by himself. I'm wondering if this relationship is going somewhere, and I'm not a fan of this at all. Instead of waltzing, Cash does a ridiculous dance, and Valeria flosses, and they're joking around. We see Tuff in the stables looking for Valeria. He's come to apologize, but he comes across a horse. I don't know exactly what's happening here, but he says, what happened here? And then he enters the horse's pen, and he finds an envelope with multiple IDs for Valeria. How did how did it get into the stable? I don't know. Seems like a terrible hiding place. Tuff opens the door to the stables and he sees Cash and Valeria dancing, but he backs away before he can be seen. He's not ready to confront her about this. And also, is he seeing something in this dancing scene? They're now dancing arm in arm. It's not a romantic scene, but they are in each other's arms. I... I don't know. A scene from next week also leads me to believe that they're building up to a playful little romance between these two. In the morning, we hear mooing cows. We see Missy lacing up her shoes. And here we get some good music to Neil Towns, the girl who didn't care. And there, Missy does this suicide drag. And shouldn't this be supervised? This feels like shouldn't swim alone. You shouldn't trick ride alone. But we see Cash looking on from a balcony. And that's the end of our episode. We do get scenes from the next week in which Tuff does confront Valeria. We see Cash and Valeria joking around. I want to call it a golf cart. I know it's not a golf cart, but their ranch cart that they use to get around. So now it's time to talk about who we're riding for this week. And I'm going to go with Cash, who in this episode was solid as a rock for Missy. He was the support she needed when she needed him. He did the work to prep for the gala, which quite frankly was in his own best interest, but he thought of it as doing it for his mom. He stood his ground and supported his family when the family name was on the line. So I'm writing for Cash this week. But, but Cash, I'm going to have to take it back if you end up with Valeria. Okay? Okay. If you missed yesterday's episode, we pulled an old episode from The Vault and never before heard on the main feed review of Winter in Vale starring Tyler Hines and Lacey Chabert. So give that one a listen. And we have some more never before heard episodes coming your way this summer. So that's something to get excited about too. 
Wendy will be back next week, so don't worry. More of our fun banter will return to the podcast next week. Thank you for listening. If you haven't yet, we would love for you to open up that Apple Podcast app, tap those five stars, and let everybody know why you love our podcast. For detailed show notes and tons of other content from us, you can always visit our website, which is meganandwendy.com. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.